are on day six of 21 days to kickstart your best life, which is all about helping you get motivated, get going, get started on that goal. My name is Victoria Smith and I am your host. So let's kick it off today. Hello and welcome to the Girl Tries Life podcast. Today our topic and our challenge is all about gratitude. Now for some of you, I know you're already rolling your eyes, but stay with me. The definition of gratitude is the quality for being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and return kindness. Now we all have our own issues or traumas and in our darkest moments, it can be so hard to think of being thankful. But consider, if you will, what the opposite of gratitude is with this list of antonyms that I uh, pulled from the internet. Unappreciation, censure, condemnation, callousness, thanklessness, gripe, degrade, bane, besmirch. If you had a choice between gratitude, thankfulness, and griping, which would you choose? And if you don't feel like it's a choice, I argue that it absolutely is, but we'll get to that. First, let's talk about the science behind gratitude. I know we've only been podcast pals for about six days, but hopefully you're getting to know that I like to know why things work, what the science is behind them, and especially for concepts that can seem really vague. I also want to um, just upfront apologize for my voice. I have a toddler infant that likes to bring home illnesses from day home, so I'm a little bit stuffed up, but I am trying to get through it. The podcast must go on. So let's talk first about physical and mental health. Studies show that people who consider themselves grateful report less aches and pains and that they feel healthier overall. They are also more likely to be proactive with their health in terms of nutrition, exercise, and regular health checkups. Grateful people are less likely to sweat the small stuff. Gratitude can actually combat toxic emotions like frustration or resentment. Picture a mini boxing ring in your mind, and when you take gratitude to the gym and you exercise her muscles, she can knock envy and resentment to their butts. Now, it's not just about your mental or your physical health, but gratitude actually can help you achieve your goals and your dreams. How, you might ask? Well, Forbes have done studies on this, and one they've pulled from psychological studies as well, which has shown that gratitude actually can open doors. Now, think about it. If you're going to an event and you're networking, if someone's just complaining about their job or their life, are you really likely to put your faith and your trust in that person? Probably unlikely. But if you're talking to someone who has a positive attitude, is grateful, is really pleasant to be around, that's going to open doors. That's going to make you more likely to remember them, more likely to hire them for a job, more likely to recommend their services. In short, gratitude and a positive outlook really go hand in hand. And I also, you know, in terms of gratitude and job finding, think about it as, you know, the quick thank you note that you send to HR after you do an interview. Whether or not you're the person that's chosen for that job or, you know, if you whether or not you successfully pitch a book to an agent, if they send feedback, send a thank you note. You might not be the right fit for that person, but it could lead you to new opportunities. So always be grateful. Studies also show that gratitude makes you less likely to suffer from depression. And if you're someone that does suffer from depression, it can help alleviate some of your symptoms, again, by putting things into perspective. Grateful people are also proven to sleep better. And how many of us are told that sleep is the key to success? So 
practice your gratitude and you'll go to bed and you'll feel better in the morning. Gratitude can also improve your self-esteem. If you're a grateful person, you're less likely to be comparing yourself to other people negatively. You'll be grateful for what you have, which will make you more engaged in what you do, which will propel you forward, which then improves your self-esteem and your confidence. So you see how all these things are really interconnected? Gratitude also makes you resilient. It makes you mentally strong. So when you're going through those down times, those rough times, going through cancer treatment or job losses or you name it, enter, you know, tough time here. Gratitude during those difficult times can make you a much more resilient person. It can help you bounce back easier. It can help you put things in perspective and it can help you maintain your rhythm. And finally, gratitude can make you a little bit more empathetic, making you less aggressive in the workplace. It kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier in terms of grateful people are more likely to find those opportunities, more likely to be recommended. If you're grateful, you're more likely to have those feelings of empathy, to identify with other people, to know what they're going through. So you're less likely to jump on someone who snaps at you at Starbucks or whatever, or who cuts you off in traffic. You're more likely to be understanding and grateful and not be someone that's pushed over. That is not what we're talking about, but you can relate to people on a more human level. And we need more of that in this day and age, folks. Have you ever met somebody who had a world of bad things happen to them and yet they were still happy? I can guarantee you that gratitude is playing a role in their happiness. Gratitude gives you perspective and it helps you appreciate the little things even when your world feels out of control. Now, how do you actually practice gratitude? An easy way to do this is by using a gratitude journal. At the end of every day, I write down 10 things that I'm most grateful for. Some days you're going to struggle, but I would argue that those are the most important days to actually do this work. Those are the days where I'm grateful for things like I'm healthy or that there was a warm breeze on my face, that I got to drink an Americano from Starbucks, or that my commute was okay. You can be grateful for somebody holding open the door for you, for the kind smile from the barista, discovering a new podcast, or the amount of time that your child slept. You get the idea. My rule of thumb is that if I get to 10 things that I'm grateful for, then I have to finish my page by writing, today was a good day. It might sound hokey, but it puts things into perspective. Today could still have been an incredibly hard day, but I'm lucky. And that's not to say that I don't have my fair share of hard stuff. Trust me, I have dealt with terrible jobs, horrible bosses, my parents getting divorced, health issues, postpartum depression, a child that will not sleep or had colic, and so on. But if I can find 10 things that I'm grateful for, then it has been a good day. It's all about reframing things, not lying about them, but looking through a different lens. What use is there of going down the rabbit hole of anger and frustration? While I'll occasionally give into it, I know it does me no good and that I will get more done and be generally happier when I practice gratitude. A common theme that you're going to hear on this podcast is that everything can be practiced. Gratitude, confidence, optimism, good health, proactive behaviors, being supportive to your friends, being social, it can all be practiced. People don't wake up geniuses and they're not born as rock stars in their field. It comes through practice, diligence, and knowing that you are 100% in control. We don't necessarily control our feelings or what happens to us, but we can control our thoughts. But it takes a whole lot of practice. I'm likely going to mention this a few times over the next 21 days, but I highly recommend the 5-second rule by Mel Robbins. 
If you don't have the time to check out her book, make sure to watch the TED Talk, both of which I will put in the show notes. Um, I'll just say really quickly, the show notes can be found at girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast forward slash six, the number six. So Mel explains how a five second countdown can help trick your brain out of the feeling mode and into action mode. But again, you have to practice this. I've been using it only for a short time, but I'm already a huge fan, and so I want to make sure that you're aware of it too. So your action item for today, and for the remainder of the 21 days, and hopefully beyond, is that I want you to start writing down 10 things that you're grateful for on a daily basis. Maybe put it in the same notebook that you might already be using for this 21-day kickstart. I recommend keeping it on your bedside table to create the habit. I don't know about you, but if I put something down in any old place, the chance of me finding and remembering to write down my 10 things is nigh impossible. Make it easy on yourself. Maybe that's even putting it by the kettle so that you can write them down with your evening tea or your morning coffee if you want to do it the night before. I really recommend doing it at the end of the day so that you almost always are going to end your day thinking today was a good day. Whatever works for you though, keep it simple. So as always, I would love to see an example of today's work, your gratitude list. So if you're willing to share it, please tag me at Girl Tries Life and use the hashtag Girl Tries Life 21 so that we can all see what you're grateful for and maybe get some ideas from one another. Honestly, the more you experiment with gratitude, the more you'll realize what you have to be grateful for, what we all have to be grateful for. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Tomorrow is day seven and we're going to be talking about how done is better than perfect. So thanks so much. See you tomorrow.